Standing on the tippy toe of my jeans With a can, nothing stop me attitude Aiming up, trying to practice on my latitude A star shining fairly, case you haven't had a clue Not only can he rap, but he's been a savvy too When it come to them M's, I'm trying to grab a few Make a couple more, and then add a few Be a role model for the youngers after me So shine bright is what I have to do yeah. tell, tell me what the business is If it's my money, we can get into it I've been feeling limitless Rather be limitless, there's no limit when there's no end to it The show just goes on forever, however Never will I not be prepared for the weather Genius, play lyrical jingle on any beat and clever Got the million dollar flow, tell them bet whatever Yeah, successful's all I wanna be So I go hard, cause the star is what they come to see From behind the curtain, outcome is me Only here to get their eyes what they wanna see To aspire to be a star at whatever you do Whoever choose not to, well that's better for you Whatever you start, finish Put your mind to it Put your heart in it I bet you keep rising And keep, keep rising Until you hit the sky And start shining Watch Tell, tell me what the business is If it's my money We can get into it I've been feeling limitless There's no limit Fuck, fuck what a hater say I'm like, fuck Cause I don't need them anyway As long as they let my music play racism there's no systems of disadvantage uh based on race which we know is not the case but of course the civil report we're always going to find that always going to find that and i said before but still when that report was released the amount of people that came forward and said my name's in there i wasn't consulted um i did i, I wasn't asked wow. i wasn't told that my research i mean i think it was the british um medical association said that um, cert- some of the um, data used in the civil report was completely out of date. Wow. And that they used data that obviously worked towards, it was confirmation bias. Yes. It worked towards saying that institutional racism didn't exist. But what disappointed me the most is that um, there was a lady who was one of the researchers on the Sewell team, um, Dr. Maggie Adderin Pocock. And 
I use her, um, her, her story for, to inspire young black women into, into STEM because she's a, she's a scientist, she's a space scientist, yes. um, dyslexia, you know, has overcome barriers. And as a black woman as well, to get to that position is mm -hmm. really inspiring. So I've used her story previously, and then to see her as one of the researchers, one that was really disappointing, mm -hmm. but she was one of the first people wheeled out. And I always say it's the wheeled out term because you are being wheeled out because you're being used for the white supremacist system. Mm. They're wheeling you out and they'll wheel you back again. Um, she was one of the people that was wheeled out to defend the report after the huge backlash about how terrible it was, how the data was um, out of date, that um, people had been cited that didn't weren't even aware that they were in the report, you know, all types of terrible, just terrible things. Um, cherry picking information, it was terrible. Um, it was worse than my first dissertation, it really was. Um, she came out and she said, you know, she was defending the report and their findings. And I remember she was, um, in, in 2015, she did a newspaper article, so way before Sewell uh, report, where she'd said, that she'd been hired to do, um, to be a co-host on Sky at night. And she had to cope with colleagues saying, the only reason why she got that job is political correctness because they needed a black face to, to wow. fill that position. And she said, all my qualifications were ignored and all they saw was my skin color. So what she described in that interview was institutional racism. Mm. She described structural racism. And so I did a tweet after she'd come out and defended the sewer report and their findings saying, so what magically changed for you, Dr. <laughs> when you did this interview where you, you clearly describe structural racism yes. to now 20, uh, 2021, you're saying that you can't find any evidence of it. So, uh, you, you know, so the, the sewer, um, all these forms of, you know, this, so sewer comes out, there's no institutional racism. The, the officers are convicted in the case of Dalian um, Atkinson. Mm -hmm. These are all distraction. All, all of it is, is, is distraction um, to continue the system as it is to, to protect the, the, status, the status quo. There's never been any real attempt by a government to fully address and dismantle structural racism. Because never. it pays, it, it pays in every element, in every aspect that get paid financially. If something's brought to the uh, the attention and the media, you know, the, 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 the social sort of climate is the fact that, look, we need to do something about this. So they'll parade something out, you know, and then in the means of doing that, the media gets paid and sell more papers, you know, the, the lawyers, the solicitors, the barristers, you know, the, the prison guard, everyone, everyone is in it to make money. 100 do you know that's that's interesting that you mentioned the lawyers and the barristers right if we had if we if we shifted it and had it so it was like a 50 50 so 50 percent of lawyers and barristers were black or brown mm -hmm. I, I guarantee something would be done about structural racism <laughs> then because the one people getting paid because the majority of, uh, of of lawyers and barristers in this country are white now you could say well that makes sense because it's a majority white country yes but it's disproportionate isn't it we don't yes. have um, it, it reflected in terms of numbers for black and Asian. Mm. Um, so then you then you would see something being done about it. And I think as well, it goes the same for the education system. The majority of teachers in this country um, are white or racialized as white. Um, and female. And, and female, absolutely. Um, and I've been blessed to work with some amazing teachers who have been very honest and said, you know, that they, they have been taught from a young age, you don't talk about race. 
And, and so there's a stark, and I've, I've read a few academic papers about how white children are taught to be colorblind. And it, it's colorblind and color mute. So you don't talk about it. They learn that from a really young age, whereas it's the direct opposite really for the majority of black and brown people in this country. We have to talk about it yeah. because something's going to happen. And that can, that can often be our first um, understanding of racism can often be through the blatant, you know, a name being called at you. And then you realize that the knowledge of the structural can take longer depending on your influences and who is um, supporting your education, you know, in your family structure. Um, but it, it, it comes through and eventually you, you then begin to see it as, as, a, as a whole system. But from being young, we have to recognize uh, what racism is and talk about it. Um, whereas in so many white households, it's the direct opposite that just doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. So obviously by the time they've got to adulthood, that's truly embedded. Mm -hmm. And then the thought of talking about race Ooh, no anxiety and oh no we can't talk about that you know that's that's a taboo topic that is and, and then you've got your kemi baden knocks you know saying things like um if you talk about white privilege in schools you are breaking the law if you teach a good fact you are breaking the law and you're, you're just like kemi you're another one as well um i'm sure you're getting some, some props for this and you know i, I get that but You've come from, she She doesn't understand what it's like to grow up um, on a council estate my end or a council estate your end. She's yeah. come from money in Nigeria. Yes. And, you know, there's a, there's an interesting history there in itself. But when Kemi comes out and says things like that, it actually adds to white anxiety. It People does. get even more scared to talk about it. Mm. Um, she then talks about this thing of um, uh, 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 critical race theory being about inducing guilt or shame. I've never ever and i don't know many people who do do teaching in this field where you know it's around dismantling white supremacy and looking at the concept of race why it was created why we still have it i don't know anyone who goes into a classroom with students and says right everyone needs to say sorry to me and, and turn to your black classmates and say sorry to them as well you know what step that makes no step no. i'm fully aware that nobody mm. on, in this country right now mm. was alive when race was created and embedded but they everyone now in this country at this moment has a responsibility if they want to see the end of the white supremacy system to dismantle it and if you if you break it down a lot of people don't want to see it dismantled because it would mean the end of their privilege it would mean the end of and i do say white privilege it would mean the end of being automatically considered for the job oh yeah do people really want to do people really want to go down that route don't and that's want, the question that we're asking that's the uncomfortable truth of the whole thing people talk about oh equality you know yeah you know we got an equality act now and this and which was formerly the disability discrimination act and you know yeah, everything's fine oh look you know if you if you if you from the caribbean or if you're asian you know you, you can marry white girls and stuff and white men and there's no racism now oh but when, when we actually look at real opportunities and when we look at corporate corporatization and jobs and we look at the 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 the, the top, top echelons who are brown and 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 quote-unquote black people who are in positions of power 100 percent. this is the case going back to the you know the, the white working class children being left behind mm -hmm. we have more black youth going to university now yeah. than any other time but yet we still do not occupy mm -hmm. um proportionately in terms of numbers um senior manager roles ceo roles we still get paid less 
than our white counterparts on even university. Yes. So, you know, so we can say that yes, more are going to university, um, but if it's not translating into equity outside of university in the mm. job market, where you know, obviously, then it's going to affect the mortgage that you can get, yes. the area that you can live in, exactly. the schools that you're going to It's a, it's a, that's the system. Mm. And I think um, so. When you know, when 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 Sewell came out with that, I wa- I wasn't surprised. I think I was I was surprised by how bad it was, though, like how badly it was written. Um, and just, you know, and then watching the few, you know, Dr. Maggie's gone completely quiet about it now. Even Sewell kind of shut up a bit about it because, you know, I, there are sometimes I am really reluctant to use the word coon. And the reason why I'm reluctant to use it is because mm-hmm. I believe that every one of us is at a different stage. Oh, yes. Yes. Well, you, you can say at some in, in some circumstances, you can say that people are willingly doing this. Was... And that, 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 that is where you are, a coon. Yeah. <laughs> so I wouldn't say, you know, if you don't know, um, if you don't know who Marcus Garvey is, I'm not going to turn around and say, oh, you coon. Yeah. Because at one time I didn't know who he was. Mm. I had to go off and do the research and yes. stuff. So I'm, I'm really conscious of that. So it's not about whether you know the dates of the Haitian revolution. Mm. It's, it's, not, it's not about that. It's, it's about if, if you are consciously working for the white supremacist system, mm-hmm. then you are a coon. Yes. Like Candy Owens is for me a coon. Mm-hmm. She knows um, that racism exists. She knows um, that the foundation that racism is built on in America, and yet she continuously refutes it. And she does it for us to be a white appeaser, to get money, money? Um, and it's- so on and so forth. And, you know, I think I, I do, there's a way that, uh, you know, you just think about goodness, the children that she's going to have and how <laughs> she's going to see herself and stuff. And it's not even that there's always a correlation that these people always have a white partner. But Kemi Badinok does, um, Candice Owens does. Yeah. And I wonder, I think to myself, do you treat your children like they're above you because they have white heritage? Because that's the next big thing that's going to be a really big bloody problem. It's, um, I think what they, they don't see themselves in their progeny. They see so, an evolution. Mm, yeah. And they know, I, I, they know that the next stage of that, when they become a grandmother, that the progeny will then be one quarter of black origin yeah yeah and seeing that as 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 a as an absolute plus yes Um, it's not you know your children are your children you had children with you you have children with you love your children it's not it's it's if you put them in a position Mm -hmm. of um that they are superior on account of their white heritage um and when we've seen how that worked historically you know, since colonialism, since racialized slavery, it's it's created more division amongst people of African origin because we will never be considered. You know, I um, I, keep, I keep saying I'm black mixed. I will never be considered white based on my aesthetics. I yes. I don't look white. Mm-hmm. Um, I have Afro textured hair. All yes. of these things. So I will never be considered white. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's almost presented to me. It's almost presented to me as if I should be grateful. For my white heritage you know i'm not fully black i'm not f- fully inferior there's mm. there's some kind of hope for me based <laughs> on white heritage and that is a really big problem it that is. i see in your people do you know who kelvin kelvin um robinson is no that name doesn't know oh you're blessed <laughs> <laughs> you're blessed not to know that man He's a, 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 a I, I don't identify as mixed race because it's a white supremacist created term. Mm-hmm. I would either identify as black or black mixed, but 
black comes i'm not i'm not using the term mixed race so calvin is a black mixed person he he definitely identifies as mixed race i'm sure he'd like to say white mixed too but he knows that the white won't have him um so he's another like a kemi or a candice but he's more dangerous and i'll tell you for why um he regularly goes on um, he attempted to debate kahindi and it just didn't happen for him it just didn't happen no 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 kelvin that was way above what you were reaching there son um but he regularly goes on things like good morning britain is he the guy has he got glasses okay that interesting character yes yeah interesting (laughs) and so he says things like he loves the royal family the queens uh churchill single-handedly won world war ii um he blocks me after i'd sent him some all i did and again i didn't call him a coup um i sent him some information explaining how um when jamaica was a british colony and when racialized slavery still existed on in Jamaica, how the um, the white upper class or the white planters in Jamaica were looking at how they could use the black their black mixed children, uh, the ones that they were happy to accept. Yes. So what we need to understand is in Jamaica, the majority of black mixed children born to a white father were not free, they were not manumitted. Mm-hmm. They were sold into slavery and, and given the status of their mothers. And that was a deliberate thing because it meant that the white males could rape as much as they wanted Indeed. without facing any consequences. Yes. So then for the few that did want to recognize their children, um, their black mixed children, they were very much taught, you are above your mother in terms of your enslaved mother, you are above your mother. Be grateful for your white heritage. That's the reason why you get to uh, be free. That's mm-hmm. the reason why you get an education. That's the reason why you get experience. All because of your white heritage. So they were taught to value and rate their white heritage. And it was discussed in Jamaica about how to make this group the buffer zone. So this protection layer between black and white. White, yes. Yeah. And there's a long history of that. So I said that to him and he just blocked me straight out. I was like, okay, you weren't ready. Sorry. (laughs) Or it's like, oh, I already know this, Marsha. Why are you sending this to me for? Churchill still single-handedly won the war. Anyway, (laughs) so so this man here. Now, the reason why he is more of a problem than the Kemis and the Candices is, I suppose, because... I can see the Kemis and the Candices are reaching for whiteness. They'll, 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 never, they'll never have that, you know. They, they, they might have white partners, they'll have black mixed children, but they're reaching for whiteness. Mm. Um, and the moment, you know, they need to ensure that they toe that line and, and spout the white supremacist rhetoric, otherwise all of it will be taken from them straight away. Now, Calvin consistently uses his white um, family as an example to say that anyone can experience racism. And that's where it becomes problematic. He's using race, yeah, even yeah. though he says he hates identity politics. Mm. He consistently says, I'm mixed race, I'm mixed race, I'm mixed race. He then says, my white family have experienced racism. And then people go, oh, so he has loads of white followers. People go, oh, see, see, racism is too late. So mm. we do have reverse racism. You know, if you use that term, reverse racism, you're recognizing that racism can't be reversed. But Marshall, let, you, me, yeah, let, yeah, me, yeah, go let, on. let me ask you a question. Can black so-called black people can we be can we be racist to 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 white people, so-called white people? 
prejudice, prejudice absolutely, but not racist. We've, there's, there's no, um, there's no foundation. There's no structural basis. Yeah, a, we, it, don't, we don't control the education system, yeah. and this is the thing. Even back on the continent. We are not in full control of the education system. No. It still has its colonial elements. Mm. So no, I, I, I think it's impossible. So when he said, so when Calvin uses that and says, my white family's experienced racism, um, he knows precisely what he's doing. He's, he's doing that for a purpose. Now I can absolutely 100% say that none of my white family have ever experienced racism at all. Mm. Um, mainly because, you know, it could, you could say, oh, because we live in a majority white area, but also because they've never been in situations where they've been the only white in the room. Indeed. Never, they've never had that experience. I, I, I could, you know, I, that happens to me on a daily basis. I go into a shop, I'll be the only black person in the shop. I, I, I go to, um, oh, so many places and yeah. I'm the only black person there. So it's, it's, it's normal for me. So Calvin, is a really big problem and this is if i come back and we do another talk we i'd love to do some more about um how black mixed people have been used by the white supremacist system to promote it and evolve it and how black mixed people have resisted that and what's happened to them the consequences of that because the privilege that black mixed people are given um which ties in again to skin tone as well but we've got yes. to recognize that not all black mixed people are this brown color you you know do you know what i mean um mm -hmm. you can get very dark black mixed people Indeed. who look black and, and 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 have a have a different experience um but for the what I, I said that i i look black mixed without a doubt for me mm -hmm. um so that that kind of uh coloring so for for those black mixed people that that clearly look it um we get given privilege on account that we assimilate on account that we reproduce the white supremacist system mm -hmm. and accept our place within it. The moment that we don't do that, and we, if you look at people throughout history, black mixed people throughout history who resisted and denied um, and dismantled, dismantled the white supremacist system, they have had that privilege removed quick, quick. So unlike whiteness, where the privilege is given just on whiteness, mm. um, Black mixed people only get that privilege dependent on assimilation. So it's conditional. It's conditional. And um, people like the Calvins are really milking it. The man's not even intelligent. I'm not he's even not. saying that to be He's not even intelligent, yet he is given how many platforms? I know. About his nonsense. Where, whereas someone like myself, or if we take someone like Akala, who wouldn't do that, not <laughs> given anywhere near the same level of, of platforms. Um, Leanne, um, the one from Little Mix, I don't know her surname, Leanne somebody. Uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> that, that she, she recently did a, a program, uh, she's mixed race in it, Black Mixed, she did a program about racism um, in the music industry. Okay. She wasn't, the right, she wasn't the right person to do that. I was and, I, and I tell you for why, <laughs> I tell you for why, because when she went on uh, X Factor and got put with Little Mix, you know, when they got made into this little group, she's the only one that's um visibly black I, I don't know whether another one is uh mixed I, I really don't know but she visibly is um they were up against Misha B who was a dark-skinned lady um and a far better singer yeah now Talisa Talisa whatever her I don't care she used colorism against Misha B and she accused her on the well, before the voting opened of bullying her little mix, as she called them. <laughs> uh, Misha stood on alone as a dark-skinned woman. We know how dark-skinned women are seen, you know, mm. all, the, all of these other things. Stood alone on that stage 
And meanwhile, the little mix, including Leanne, was sort of huddled in a little group, practically crying. Nothing was, you know what I mean? And, and this is good. And you're bullying them and you're picking them. And then Misha B got kicked out. Uh, not like, is in from the vote. No one, yeah. people didn't vote for her. So Lucy knew what she was doing because Misha B was the best singer mm. and she wanted that position. And now, the aesthetics Leanne, of that as well, you know, as you, as you said, yeah, yeah. Now, Leanne, when she comes out and does this program now, did she return back to that moment and say, I recognize that Talisa used colorism mm-hmm. um, to get me should be kicked off that show. There was a no, 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 she didn't. So for me, if until you do that reflection and recognize where you've privileged as a light skinned person mm-hmm. um, and as a person that has white heritage stood around whiteness, you know, in an in all white girl group, then 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 you are not the right person to be talking about racism in the in the in the music industry. So, so we, there's times when we need to recognize to shut up. <laughs> Most definitely. So in essence, what you're saying is it was just a, a, a veneer in regards to um, the topic. They didn't really touch it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think she just diminished it. She diminished it because she didn't fully uncover it. She didn't mm-hmm. fully look at it. Um, and and like I said, that Misha B example is the perfect one. Um, and there's there's a you know I I so and the same with Rochelle Humes um, doing the. Um, the, the documentary about the high numbers of black women who die in childbirth in this country. She wasn't the right one to be doing it. It should have been um, a black woman, um, possibly somebody who was touched by, and I remember the lady, there was a lady doing a lot of research who should have been doing that documentary. And for some reason that didn't happen. And then Rochelle gets put in. Rochelle does this morning. She is a palatable black mixed person. She has to keep the white population happy with what she says otherwise mm. she can't go on this morning and do yeah. your morning tv and smiley and hi 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 she can't do that so yeah it's it's, <laughs> it's it's interesting to say the least for 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 um some of the listeners who, who <clears throat> pardon self we don't have um as much con- um contextuality in regards to the football where we were discussing um mr atkinson rising mm-hmm. paradise he was a former uh, Aston Villa football player who went to his um, father's house in T- uh, Talford. And yeah, Talford. for some strange reason, the, 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 the police were called or something, and they were trying to say that he was trying to burglarize his father's property. Mm-hmm. Um, PC Benjamin Monk tasered yeah. him for 33 seconds, more than five times longer than the standard length and kicked him in his head at least twice as he lay stunned on the ground yes that's right and then he died of a cardiac arrest yes indeed and the other officer that was with um pc benjamin benjamin monk was um his partner as well you know his his girlfriend so um you can't tell me that there wasn't a discussion about what story was going to be said there Mm. and if you taser someone for 33 seconds and it's five times above, and I read what he'd said in the newspapers about how he hadn't been aware how long he tased him for, and he also couldn't remember kicking him in the head, um, which is quite striking, really, for a police officer. You you really should, you know, be aware of your conduct yes. because of the responsibility level that you have. Um, it's quite striking, really, that he can say that. And then, again, th- this is not murder. He, he's not been convicted of murder. Um, why? 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 Why not? Why has he not been convicted of of murder? It, 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 it highlights again what we've been discussing. <laughs> this whole system. 
it's a, it's a distraction. So even, like I say, in a few years time, maybe even six months time, um, a young black man, and I, I say black men consistently, I know that black women are massively affected by racism in the police. I, I'm not saying that they're not. Um, when it comes to the physical altercation and abuse, it's black men that are the target. Um, so say in six months time, another young black man, something happens to them in custody. Another young black man is going to die in police custody. Um, I'd like to say otherwise, we, we know that's not the case. When people then talk up and maybe Black Lives Matter gets mentioned, some more protests may happen, people may you know walk and make noise, they will say, well, in this case, um, justice was done uh, for Dalian Atkinson, um, justice was done. We know that, um, that a few bad apples can be racist in the police, but it's not a system, it's not a racist system that works and targets black males. Um, and it will be used to quiet our voices, to diminish the reality of structural racism, to allow that system to go on as usual. And we need to be really, really mindful of that. This is not a victory in the same way that Nelson Mandela um, being released from prison was not the end of apartheid. Definitely. As a community, we need to be really coming together and um, number one, going back to the old days of sorts of having a, a real community, you know, getting to know yeah. neighbours and stuff and having more um, influence and affecting young people's lives. Because at the moment, if we're going to continue down this route, um, you know, with only a few people holding a bit of knowledge and trying to do something proactive, we're just going to be chasing our tail and we're only going to be affecting, you know, it's not going to be the, the each one teach 12 mantra, which I've been pushing for years. It's going to be the literally the old school, each one teach one. Yeah, exactly. And we don't, this is the thing though, with social media, we don't need to be doing it on that level anymore, but we need to be wise about how we're using our social media because yes, you can get, I had um, again, an, an acquaintance say to me, you know, you, you post all the time about uh, white supremacy and this, that, and the other, and this, that. And your posts don't get loads of likes. I'm like, oh, what? I'm not doing it for likes. Mm -hmm. I'm doing it for the awakening. Mm -hmm. And if somebody doesn't like it, but they sit and they stare at it, and the, the, you know they let the words digest and absorb into their mind, um, who knows? Two months, three months, one year later, something can happen where it's like, I, tr I get this now, and this is how I'm going to do it. So yeah. we need to be more mindful of how we use our social media. Don't play into the stereotype. You will get more likes if you've got 10 girls twerking on your video. You will then talking about, you know, the reality of, of, of racism and what that means and how it affects our life chances. But which one is, is, which one is beneficial for humanity? Which one is beneficial for our people? You, you know, it's, it's about making those kind of, making those kind of choices. Oh, definitely. We, we've all got to play a part in this, in this, in this game we call, quote unquote, game we call life. Um, are you, the question is, the big question is, are you just going to be a, bystander apart you know um uh, just watching this here from the from the from the seats or you're going to participate and actually have an effect on how you know our world this plane of existence is is going to be sort of manifested exactly exactly and on that note mademoiselle i've kept you a lot i know you've got things to do and all that um it's been a, a another wonderful and insightful conversation um Please do share your um, your Twitter information. I'm pretty sure people are going to be um, dying to see your um, your Twitter feed now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, it is my Twitter name is at 
M for mother, C for cat, G for golf. So that's MCG and then 1981. That's just my, my. or if you wanted to put my name into Twitter, um, I think it brings up that handle. So it's Marsha, M-A-R-S-H-A, Garrett, G-A-R-R-A-T-T. And thank you very much. It's been blessed again. It's, it's very, um, I, I really enjoy these discussions. They have a different format, which works nicely for me. So thank you. You're most welcome. Every time, and as I say, we've got to we've got to do the best we can do. We've got to have these conversations. Um, there's no big use and little eyes. You know, we're all one in essence. You know, if, yeah, man. If we if we're about culture, freedom, and freedom and righteousness, let's get it. Let's manifest it. We can do it. It's it's it's, it's nothing but an action. We think it, and then we do it. Exactly. I'm with you. I'm with you, man. <laughs> Definitely. I'll make sure I put uh, the um, links below in the description. Make sure you comment, subscribe, share, and tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a strength. you know, to yeah. jump on this train, man. We're picking share up speeds. Yeah, man. Share it. Do it. Do, let's do it, man. Let's do it. Thank you again for your time, mademoiselle. And um, for the part three, we'll definitely um, go into um, the co-option and acceptance of um, that class. That yes. Most definitely. Most definitely. I, I look forward to that. I look forward to it. Take care. Okay. You too. Bye-bye. for taking the time to tune into CFR Network. If you enjoyed the content, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. And if you ain't already, most definitely share. If you'd like to go that step further and to support the broadcast, go over to sbmentality.com and go get yourself some merch. And also go check out my sponsor over at Instagram, Supreme of the UK. Thank you for your continued support. <laughs>